Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. Today's episode is all about New Glarus, the people who make delicious beers that don't want you to drink them. Unless you're in Wisconsin, then I guess you can get all the spotted cow you want. Lucky jerk. Well, we're going to talk about them, how they came to be, and why they aren't everywhere, but still one of the best-selling brewers. So grab whatever, unless you're a cheesehead, and have a drink. A drink the show where you learn along with us about what you drink i'm Brittany lee walker i'm justin frazier and i'm christopher walker how's everybody hey. doing doing all right i'm progressively healing yay slowly because first you jump out of a plane then you then you wreck a car then <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's been a when did you become a, a stunt man <laughs> this is that you're I mean, a stunt man a... and are not even getting paid for it <laughs> It's always a dream of mine as a child. It's that's not there's there's no layer of like irony in that. That's like no. When I was a kid, I was like, this is what I want. <laughs> well, I mean, check that off the bucket list. When we thrown out uh, airplanes and launched through windshields. <laughs> I was not launched through a windshield. Uh, just had a little bit of a spin out and a messed up tire that and a mixed up axle. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of other parts that's probably going to require a new car had it for almost 10 years so it it, it did well oh, get wow. your money's yeah. worth yeah yeah definitely probably time yeah like it i didn't get it new but i got it only a couple years after after it was released so i'm like eh, it had a good run yeah yeah how about you guys what, what have you been up to we had an equally amazing time. Uh, <laughs> our son has been sick all weekend. Mm. Um, Which we discovered on a fun road trip. Yeah, we were in Dayton, Ohio at my family's house because they've been dying to see him. And mm. uh, he, we finally got him laid down for a nap. And when he was w- waking up from the nap or, or was close to it because he was getting upset, he was basically on fire uh, with a oh. fever. So it was it was kind of our bad because we laid him down for a nap on the only thing that there was besides the floor a leather couch. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and there's no there's no ceiling fan in in there and it's just it's a it was a whole thing. So we were like, uh, like he gets hot anyway, and then he had a fever on top of everything else. So yeah, so we had uh, we spent Saturday night uh, not doing the show but instead at uh, urgent care with our infant. And, uh, yeah, and then, yeah. uh, so that was fun. So we've been dealing with that all day. He, he's just been fussy, not wanting to do anything today. 
Um, his fever's gone down, but that's because we've been alternating between uh, Tylenol and, and uh, Motrin. Yeah, that's... <laughs> the good stuff. I was going to say, yeah, the the Bob diet. <laughs> it's what I did when I jumped out of a plane. Yeah. I didn't even have a fever. You just don't let it leave your system or you'll regret it and hate life. <laughs> oh, my God. That, no, that was Brittany after uh, when she was recovering because they were just like, okay, the, oh, they the same thing. It was Motrin and Tylenol. It was like Tylenol 3s. And it was yeah, hardcore every, stuff. But every still. <laughs> every two hours, she had to swap out, and then after a while, she missed one. She's like, "Well, I'll just I'm not even going to take the next one either." And I was like, "You don't want both of these out of your system, or you'll regret it." Sure enough, it was like four hours later, and she was like, "Oh, it hurts. Everything hurts." And I was like, "What I tell you?" My mine would be when I because I, I sporadically wake up throughout the night, and I woke up and would go like, "Oh, oh God!" I check the time. Yep. Yep, everything's out of my system. I have I can't sit up from bed and I must roll out of it Ugh. and then and then crawl to the bathroom. God. Uh wasn't quite that bad, but still, yeah, that's about right. Um So yeah, no. I, I understand young Emmett's uh uh <laughs> medicinal regimen. Yeah, I'm hoping he gets over it soon. We're not taking him to daycare uh, Monday, which sucks. We we are lucky enough that um chris's mom uh is coming up to watch him um yeah so uh you know hopefully the rest of the week will be normal and we were like because we can't stay home and it's like it's end of month (laughs) like we have to be at work um and then on top of that you know my uh my ipad has been having problems my ipad is what we happen to use as the soundboard for the show (laughs) and uh it had there was a good time period in which um you'd hit the power button or whatever to turn it on uh or, or you know unlock it even and, and nothing would, say, would I'm not that drunk, <laughs> cheeky bastard. I wish, because at least that would be funny. But no, this would just be like, no, we're not, no, we're not going to work right now. No, um, yeah, I only wish it would have mocked you with <laughs> no. random sound clips. Like you're hitting it and you're just getting... Air horn or... This, yeah, just an assort. You get the uh, New Year's Eve sound clips <laughs> of uh, Jerry going, thanks for the thanks buck. For the- <laughs> I mean, I think that's what iPads say when you buy them. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. But yeah, so I had to go to the Apple store today. And oh, no. they also, there were like a bajillion people in that store. Like they made, they literally made the Apple store near us bigger because, to accommodate. the. It was packed. It was absolutely packed with people. Um, but thankfully, like I had an appointment. I, ch- uh, I when you when you walk in, somebody approaches you immediately and, and asks for whatever, and then they check me in. And so, like I just the the guy like did a diagnostic on the thing, and like we f- did a force update to the newest software, and hopefully all is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they've stopped recommending uh, uh, mouth to iPad. I think they just do button compressions now to get it back to. <laughs> right, right. Oh, <sighs> I forget what it, I think it was maybe a modern rogue thing where that got reinforced to me recently. So that's still just like. <sighs> well, uh, so oh. yeah, I guess I'm used to there being a movie draft yeah, thing. Like, we oh, said no, too, no, but... There's no more updates. I think we've got another two weeks. Uh, this week. We, this is the last week? Oh, because it'll be this weekend, won't it? This weekend, blue team goes. Red team went this the past other day. Weekend. Yeah. yeah, they went on uh, Saturday. Because there's so many of us that we're in two groups, and we're in blue, which I didn't ask for, but I was like, good. 
good. I like the color more than red. <laughs> yeah, they went with colors, and I was like, no, why aren't they Team A and Team been... One? Or yeah, and that way, team, you know, we're we Team could... One and Team A. We're also known as the Fighting Mongooses. Yeah, right, right. I, I. I was waiting for someone to say, like, well, we should just do this. Like, I don't do an A or B. Now we are one and A. <laughs> this place kind of feels like a B. <laughs> I was watching that episode. Like, like literally like, this weekend. Yeah, or this weekend I was watching it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, so hopefully um, we'll have some movie draft updates from uh, the wonderful National Treasure, Big Voice J, uh, in the coming weeks. Yep. So. Moving into winter draft. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's the big bowl of grab bag turds where nobody knows what they're getting. You just everyone goes, well, there's these two giant movies that we know are going to do well, and no one has an effing clue about the rest of this. I had never heard of half the other like when I was listening to the actual movie draft happen. Never heard of half of those movies. <laughs> I've got. I think I have the day of the movie draft off, and I'm going to be the one working that day for it. So I'm pretty sure I'm just going to spend the whole day with spreadsheets, just going, okay, align the numbers. Hollywood Stock Exchange, come on, speak to me. <laughs> but uh, next week we're going to have a fun thing. I'm really hoping uh, mm-hmm. Justin makes it down. But we are going to be... Uh, Fingers crossed. I'm not allowed to have Saturdays off too much more because uh, <laughs> I keep trying to die. I mean, you know. <laughs> I would say we'll be live, but I don't know if we'll be able to stream. But we're going to be recording from the soft live opening. Yeah, live to tape. The soft opening down at Casey's Brewery down at Broken Throne. So it's uh, the soft. Uh, we get we got to hang around for four hours and probably get a little too drunk and then record something after they lock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> the beer's not locked up in here with us. We're locked up in here with it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna do my best to get down there for it. Uh, car situation might be tenuous though so we'll yeah we're gonna do what we can i told casey though i was like look if i'm there and you need someone to help pour <laughs> i think i can remember how to do it he's got to have someone uh <laughs> properly well are you did, did you have any certifications that have expired no okay then we all need to wear our um show merch though you know <laughs> yeah but, hawk our own show yeah we need to represent no, I want the shirts Casey has for his place. Yeah, that well, yeah, I still but we don't, don't have. have. Those. <laughs> but well, anyway, you let's... know what else we need to represent? Untapped. Get riggedy, riggedy, I Don't know it's, if it's from years of us being friends or from years of doing this show or some combination of the two, but our ability for setup and <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, one million times the funk is the first badge up. One million times. Uh, since 2013, Funky Buddha Brewing has taken beer drinkers on a journey of flavor with unique brands, an exceptional and unconventional beer. Join the celebration of one million check-ins and all new heights of liquid entertainment. Uh, so just need to check in between September 25th and October 25th. So you got a little bit, a little bit around a month. Also, million check-ins for Funky Funky Buddha. Who owns them now? Uh, Someone owns them. Wasn't it Constellation? Maybe. Also, did anybody else get We Got the Funk in their head? Well, yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> Always. 
I know the Constellation brands. Yeah, Constellation got everything yeah. but the original tap room. Yeah. yeah, the original tap room is still run by the original owners, and they're still brewing small, small batches. Hmm. All right. Well, next up, cheers to flan ales. Flannels. Get, get it. Uh, flan. Yeah. Flannel. Flan ales. Hurts a little bit. Wait, also, they're, they're they're ales made from flan. <laughs> from flan. God, oh. No. <laughs> I'd, I'd be excited. Two reactions to that one. <laughs> also, this makes me sad because I'm like, I want to wear flannel. It's too hot. <laughs> no, yeah, um, it's officially fall. Then tomorrow it's supposed to be like 95 and the heat index is over 100. It's like, wow, yeah. what is wrong with Kentucky? What is what 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 ha- what could have happened that led to unseasonable warmth? Mm. You know, and all these late in the year storms and hmm, what? Mm. I love don't know. Bobby just took the drink like that, and I'm sure you. I don't know if you meant to do that, but it just got the Kermit the Frog meme in my head <laughs> with the drinking Lipton tea. That's none of my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, as the weather begins to chill, Monday, we start to reach our for our flannels and our flan ales stylish and cozy they are perfect pairing uh they are a perfect pairing sorry i was like damn untapped okay uh this is one of our favorite times of year cheers to the changing of the seasons we've teamed up with our friends at bells for a chance uh cheers to flan ales 2019 badge available this month uh, if you check into a bell's Oktoberfest, two-hearted uh official or best brown between september 21st and October 21st. So well, again, no double too hearted on there? No. That's, no. Well, I guess not everybody can find that's that. That's what I've but, got a fridge full of. Uh, it says you will <laughs> unlock this badge. Um, yeah, so you, again, about uh, a little less than a month. So not too bad. That's one of those no. badges, too, that I, I wish were in like sticker form or something. Just the flannel. Mm. <laughs> mm. Untap should uh, do a side business for stickers. They should. I think uh, they should. I would buy some of them. Yeah, I'd buy a what book. What was the, the uh, one? The Get Glue. Get Glue, yeah, where you would check into movies and TV shows, and there were physical sticker sheets. I've that, still got stickers on my computer. For uh, it. I found some sticker sheets where I hadn't used all the stickers, but that was just, it was even free. Like, yeah. you were paying nothing to use this app, and they would just send like you shipping. sheets yeah. of the free sticker. No, there was no shipping. Okay. Like, nothing. Okay. But then they then they got they changed their name and got bought out by somebody, and then it was a whole thing. It's like, oh. Right. All right, well, you know who else got bought out by somebody and it all became a new thing? Guinness? Yes, Guinness. <laughs> no, actually, they, they're Guinness. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. They're, well, they, they, I mean, there was a Diageo. It was so long ago that... <laughs> so the pint has landed uh, sticker. Straight from the Guinness Open Gate Brewery in Baltimore... A sweet and smooth stout has just landed Guinness over the moon milk stout. Raise a pint and keep an eye out for more new brews to enter orbit from the new home of Guinness in the U.S. Check into one Guinness over the moon milk stout between September 26th and November 26th, and you'll earn this brand new Guinness badge. Hmm. Nice. That's a cute badge, too, the look of it. Mm -hmm. It reminds (sighs) me of the old Guinness I, I, I see this, and I'm just thinking, like, man... Part of me wonders, like, when 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 the pendulum swings again, and Guinness and and import beers, you know, start being popular again. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> then it, uh, something's got to. I don't know what could swing it that way. Yeah, I don't know either. Maybe it would just be accepting that that there's not just the you know. I don't know. 
It, it would be people not accepting fresh beer anymore. Fresh beer, uh, I don't need that. Well, now, now, now you can get it from Baltimore, so it's a lot closer. But then it's not import. Mm. Well, it's not import then. But, I mean, it's the, the brand would be. Anyway, <laughs> I think we've got a topic that's not not this. Been up that truck. Sneaky bastards. Been up that truck. Been up that truck. No, the topic's harder to get a hold of than imported beer. <laughs> That's um, actually true. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I'm gotta, still. You got to hire some uh, some smugglers. I'm still debating on making some some pilgrimage up this way. So just we to... we trace out the most efficient route to go <laughs> from Lexington to the closest <laughs> liquor store over the line into Wisconsin. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this we has been... As, we stopped short of calling the liquor store to make sure they had at least Spotted Cow, which we're like, no, before anyone got in a car, you'd have to call to make sure they had it. Hmm. But mm-hmm. we, like, we through Google, we found the closest one as soon as you get across to try and pick some up. But this route also took you by 450 North and uh, Three Floyds. Three Floyds, yeah. So. And then kind of weaved around between Revolution and Off Color when you hit Chicago. <laughs> Still seems like it's the most efficient route because you get the most bang for the trip. Exactly. Uh, well, what we're talking about is New Glarus. So let's start. We're going to talk a little bit about some of their founders, at least some of the, the, the backgrounds of them. Uh, so the founders... No, not not the one owned by San Miguel. Uh, you've got Dane Carey, who is a diploma master brewer. Uh, he is the co-owner and brewmaster of New Glarus Brewing Company in New Glarus, Wisconsin. Uh, he started. Uh, he has been working in the brewing industry since he was twenty. He earned a ba- bachelor's degree in food science with an emphasis on malting and brewing science from the University of California at Davis in 1983. Oh, so this is uh. <laughs> This is back this, then when, when this is the same period when Stone and Bells and all these mm-hmm. other massive mainstays are starting. Yeah, he served in an apprenticeship at a small brewery near Munich, Germany, and has operated and constructed numerous breweries throughout the United States. Uh, he was valedictorian of the 1980, uh, 1987 Siebel Institute course in brewing technology. He passed the Institute of Brewing and Distilling Diploma Examination in 1990, as well as their Master Brewer Examination in 1992. Before starting New Glarus uh, Brewing Company with Deborah Carey, he was production supervisor for Anheuser-Busch. Mm. Mm. Go start somewhere. Well, I'm going to say, like, At this is back in the day yeah. when if you wanted to be a big-name brewer... Yeah. You would have to work for one of the big, if you big wanted, companies. If you just wanted experience. Yeah, it's brewing. only sucked less, too. So. Uh, well, he won the Association of Brewers 2003 Small Brewer of the Year Award and the 2005 and 2006 Mid-Size Brewer of the Year Awards, as well as 2006 Russell Sch- Schreier Award for Innovation and in Craft Brewing. So, got a lot of, got a lot of awards. Uh, yeah. Not his before first and and since he's opened the brewery. So this we need another thing on the uh, on the soundboard. Just the clip from um, ah crap. I can't think of the name of the movie. A oh, brother art thou of the little girls going. He's bona fide. Oh, yeah. he's bona fide. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we have more, uh, more clips from that movie at all? Like that's damn. We're in a tight spot. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the other founder is Deborah Carey, and she's the president of New Glarus Brewing. Uh, one of life's entrepreneurial spirits, she raised the capital for the startup as a gift to her husband and established her as the first woman to found and operate a brewery in the United States. Go her. Hell right. yes. <laughs> like, I, I was, you know, I read that we were going over. I was like, that's great. Yeah, like we, he's like, there are more women in brewing. There. There. They're there. there. <laughs> They've been there for quite a while. They just never get the recognition. You know. <laughs> it's true. She doesn't, I bet she doesn't have to wear a false beard. <laughs> um, so you can look at New Glarus and at new, all the news, New Belgium. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she is a native of Wisconsin and attended Carroll College in Helena, Montana, majoring in marketing and graphics. An entrepreneur at heart, she started her first business at the age of 16. After studying business with the SBA and Clackamas College in Portland, Oregon, Deb met the challenge of establishing the New Blair's uh, Brewing Company in 1993. As founder and president of one of the top 10 breweries in the world, she does everything except brew the beer. That's kind of a big deal. Which is pretty much how it should be. Someone should be brewing the beer, and someone else should have some concept of how business works. Yes, uh, that is pretty much it. Because if you brew beer, you probably don't have the full concept of how the business works. Because I mean, your heart's in it for the beer. Yeah, I mean, and maybe you do understand how the business works, but you don't have but time you for be, that. <laughs> but you know, like brewing is intensive and time-consuming, yeah. especially making new recipes. And you should be wearing big rubber boots and coveralls. And be uh, back in the back with a shovel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, how how did this this company come to be? I just told you with a big pair of rubber boots, <laughs> and some coveralls, and a shovel. No, fair enough. <laughs> uh, there really is no way to know for sure, but Deb Carey, co-founder of New Glarus Brewing Company. Thinks her brewery's launch nearly 25 years ago was the fastest microbrewery startup ever. She and her husband, uh, Dane, is that how we're saying? Dan? Dan. Dan Dan. Carey. uh, First talked about launching a brewery in January 1993. They drew a 30-mile circumference around Madison, Wisconsin shortly thereafter, and Dan used soon-to-expire frequent flyer miles in February to scope potential sites. I love the budget way this is going. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, whatever we get, the flyer miles are going out, just... Go, go, go. We got $20 in a taco. <laughs> like that's, so uh, by June, the couple, then both were 33. A year younger, year younger. Okay, than me. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. And their two elementary school-aged daughters had uh, relocated in U-Hauls to the town of New Glarus from Fort Collins, Colorado. Damn it, Colorado. No one will ever make, no one will ever make beer in Fort Collins. <laughs> no, there's no way. In Fort Collins? What the, there's nothing there. There's no reason to brew beer there. I mean, Dan had apparently been working as a brewing supervisor at Anheuser-Busch there, but still. It's, it's you know. Oh, so, uh, why New Glarus? Why 1993? Deb Carey was born in Milwaukee and grew up... I, I'm starting to see a lot of, like, beer towns in their history. <laughs> uh, what made Milwaukee famous? Uh. <laughs> And grew up in uh, Eau Claire. Eau Claire, all right. And Chippewa Falls. (laughs) I immediately. Camp Chippewa. Camp Chippewa. (laughs) 
It means orphan. It's the, it's the time of year, kids. Watch the Adams Family and Adams Family Values. You don't Both. know what you're doing with your life. Both in Wisconsin. Okay. Plus, during that February trip, uh, in the dead of a typically unforgiving upper Midwest winter, Dan had stopped for gas in New Glarus on his way to see a friend in the brewing business in Monroe, Wisconsin. New Glarus reminded the San Francisco native, all right, we're, keep keep putting those brewing towns on well, here. I th- Check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, the San Francisco native of a town he and Deb had lived in near Munich during a brewing apprenticeship at uh, Einger. I can Einger. I, I think it's Einger. I like it's like it's a small brewery he worked at. Einger. Yeah, yeah. Really, <laughs> he worked at <laughs> small, small. You know. Uh, besides, he noticed a warehouse for sale. Dan forgot to get the number on the side of the building, and Deb, in those pre-Google days had to get on the phone to local businesses to track down the warehouse's owner. That owner was willing to trade a year of occupancy for stock in the future brewing company. But he's good now. Yeah, yeah but he's like, nope, deal deal was uh, pretty good. So the mm-hmm. space was settled. Equipment came via secondhand dairy gear. That kind of, of seems to happen. Yeah. And a small business administration uh, auction of a failed brew pub in Appleton, Wisconsin. Also where a lot of uh, <laughs> brewing equipment comes from. Well, they've checked all hey. the boxes so far. I mean, I just want to ask Casey, like, did you did you try talking to dairy farmers and <laughs> and failed businesses? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> once ensconced in the Badger, the Badger State? Yeah. Is, is that yeah. really what it, the Badger State? Okay, I, I didn't know that one. The, the Badgers wear cheese hats. Honey, Wisconsin, don't, don't care. Don't you know? Yeah. Uh, don't it, you was, know. <laughs> it was time to go for broke. If it didn't work, uh, we would have to go live in our cars, Deb Carey said. There was no family money. There was, like, no basement that was attractive that we could move into. New Glarus' uh, first release, a Pilsner called uh, Adele Pills, which it will re-release as part of its 25th anniversary celebration next year, debuted in September of 1993, and the brewery moved about 300 barrels in its first year. That, that's probably already come out. I, I yeah. pulled some of this from a, a really good article from All About, uh, All About Beer. That's a good uh, site. That was uh, just sort of a 25-year a retrospective on New Glarus. Hmm. Well, uh, their uh, their brew numbers seem to creep up from there. In '97, Dan Carey acquired <laughs> the Copper Kettles from a brewery in Germany that was slated to be demolished. Hmm. When the retiring German brewmaster learned that his kettles could be repurposed, he sold all the equipment worth an estimated value of one million dollars to the Careys for its scrap value of just over twenty-four thousand U.S. dollars. That's a that's a nice German man he, right wow. there. He hit the lottery. Oh my god! <laughs> just like no, I'm just going to scrap it. I mean, look, I'll pay you what it is to scrap it if you just give it all to me. Okay. Jesus, I'm, I'm willing to bet it's because uh, the cost of getting everything shipped over oh, was going to be yeah, probably double the cost of buying what he paid to buy it. Yeah. So all in all, he came, he probably had to pay over a million dollars to get that equipment from Germany to Wisconsin. Eh. <laughs> New Glarus Brewing Company brewed its first beer in October of that year and began selling its product in December. The brewery made the choice to pull out of Illinois sales effective in 2003, 
leading to the sale of New Glarus beer only in Wisconsin today. <sighs> yeah, there's uh we'll talk a little bit about maybe why some of that is, but uh, here in a minute, but because they're greedy and they hate the rest of the world. <laughs> The move was made due to insufficient capacity to fill both Wisconsin and Illinois' markets. I, I, I maintain it was because they wanted to keep all the beer for themselves. They are, they are, would, would they be amber dragons? Yes. Oh, yeah. Or the, like, you know, different colored dragons, but I feel like amber dragons for like, or... or bronze or I amber. Bronze. bronze yeah. or... Well, no, like, there are bronze dragons, but, like, they... Oh. I'm just thinking, like, what what's the color of dragon that would keep... Kegs beer. of beer under Hoarded. it. Hoarded. Hoarded. You know. It's the Arkin beer. <laughs> the Arkin beer. Jesus. It's, uh, I don't have a burp in me or I would try to do Smaug with a belch in the middle. Smaug. In May 2006, New Glass Brewing Company broke ground on a new $21 million facility on a hilltop on the south edge of the village of New Glarus. The facility was designed to look like a Bavarian village and has become a destination for tourists who visit New Glarus. The original facility drew an estimated 25,000 visitors annually, but the expanded facility will likely draw up to 150,000 people a year. I, I bet it draws more than that. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at it going, maybe I do want to go to that, see a small little Bavarian village with a yeah. spotted cow. Production at the company's old facility has topped out at over 65,000 barrels a year. The new 75,000-square-foot uh, facility was expected to increase production, and in 2014, Galeris Brewing was on track to brew 165,000 barrels. The new seller would give the facility the storage space to brew 300,000 barrels a year. The expansion will enable the company to increase production of its thumbprint, fruit, barrel-aged, and R&D beers. <laughs> Because, you know, uh, construction was completed on schedule and the Hilltop Brewery. Wow. When have you ever heard that? Construction right? completed on schedule. Who yeah, are those? Zero who did they contract? They needed was... like whoever their contractors were should have had some kind of advertising clause in there. Just to... constant trains run on time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, construction completed on schedule and the Hilltop Brewery opened in 2008 in 2014, the brewery released its first beers from its Wild Fruit Cave. Ah, oh, the Wild Fruit Cave. Mm. I'm picturing some kind of Willy Wonka thing, and there's, like, rhubarb and stuff hanging, like, growing out of the ceiling of this cave. They've got duck rhubarb there. <laughs> it's a different joke. We'll talk about that later. A specialized addition uh, to its original facility, commonly referred to as the Riverside Brewery, uh, that incorporates wild yeasts and other microorganisms used in brewing. Huh. Mm. Yeah, they, 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 they make a fair amount of sours. I remember Casey bringing some back when he after he had gone up there, and I was like, oh, let's just try. Oh, these are real good. <laughs> these are real good. We'll get more into their sours later. It's just they're not a lot like other sours. They're not so in, oh, most of them aren't like overly intense sours. Yeah. No, they're not, but they're still like. They're well done. Yeah. Well, uh, so here's the controversial part. Distribution. <laughs> uh, as we mentioned, New Glarus decided to distribute only to Wisconsin. For a while in the mid-90s, just after its launch, New Glarus did distribute in the Chicago area, about 140 miles to the southeast, and one state over. Uh, but Deb Carey, who did the brewery sales, calls it 
uh, calls its first few years uh, tired of the commute in and out of America's third largest city and realized New Glarus could still grow without the Illinois accounts. Yeah. Just looked down a bit. This is too much work. I could we could just make beer here and just make sure everybody drinks it. They're just selfish. That's what they are. They're just <laughs> selfish. They they really they're they're you know promoting tourism to Wisconsin because why are you going to Wisconsin? Uh, There's a reason that the airport. Like I still remember Casey sending us pictures from the Wisconsin airport, and they just have piles of New Glarus beer. Oh yeah. In, once you get to security, you can buy it by the case. I'm just picturing me going through security, going back into line. All right, just check this. I'll be taking my next flight out. <laughs> Uh, uh, the couple, after all, had relocated to Wisconsin from Colorado in part because Dan Carey had uh, wearied of working rotating shifts for Anheuser-Busch as a brewing supervisor. They wanted off the treadmill, so to speak, even if it meant that it took the Careys about 10 years at Nuclearis to match Dan's salary at the world's biggest brewery. That just makes sense. Uh, yeah, that's also like... That's a man who loved what he was doing. Because yeah. he, he took a pay cut... That he didn't even get close to a pay cut for and a, a decade, move, you know. Yeah. Uh, so Deborah Carey also said the often messy pay-to-play approach sometimes the only route to get a beer on bar slash restaurant taps in the major U.S. markets further supported the brewery's limited distribution. Again, making sense. So yeah, the, yeah that's that's to- one where I was like, if we were going to say there's a reason to not do it, that one that makes me go. Yeah, screw this noise. Yeah, they just yeah they completely put their money where their mouth was. And they're like, you know what? We're not gonna pay to play. We're just not gonna play. Yeah, we're only gonna play in our state. F your loot boxes. Uh, <laughs> it's not about the size, Deb Carey said. We're trying to be profitable and take care of the people around us. That is really the goal. As for uh, as for once again going beyond Wisconsin's cheesy borders, not in the cards for New Glarus second quarter or second quarter century. I constantly wonder why people are in so many states, Deb Carey said. In <laughs> so many countries. Because they like other people, Deb. <laughs> they want everyone to be happy. <laughs> Says, uh, there's a long list of people in 15, 20 countries. I don't get it. In 2009, a New York City bar rate was raided and fined <laughs> for illegally selling spotted cow. In 2015, a bar in Maple Grove, Minnesota also was caught illegally selling spotted cow after the establishment's owner allegedly purchased kegs in Wisconsin and took them back to Minnesota for retail sale. The thought of illegal New Glarus smuggling, while hilarious, apparently seems to be a real issue. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so new plan. We travel to, I travel to, to Wisconsin in a large, uh, I need to get a, a commercial license. <laughs> Gonna get a semi-truck. Uh-huh. We need a big uh-huh. rig. We're gonna need an elephant, and, and I'm gonna need, and I'm gonna need a constant loop of eastbound and down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <sighs> but well, yeah, the the one the idea of a raid happening in New York. It's like there's spotted cow here. See those bottles? Get this out of here. The, the like, raid was the like, cops just taking the spotted cow. No charges how, were pressed. They just took the beer and went. It's back like to how the could station. you lock these men up? <sighs> <laughs> I see how they. I see how they fell to a life of crime. Uh, <laughs> now the. I understand, like you know, they they decided they are very comfortable, not, not trying to be one of the big boys. Uh, you know they they have cut out their niche and they are they are good to to work there. 
but man, I wish I could get that more regularly. It just sucks like, for the rest of all. us is all. Like, everything they're, they're doing makes sense. It just sucks for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, oh, if you've never had Spotted Cow, you don't you don't realize how glorious it is. You, and know. you know what? You sh- you, you just better. shouldn't have it. Yeah, you're just better off not having it and leaving more it's for the, the whole, rest of It's us. better to have loved and lost, but... Uh, <laughs> it's really not in this case. Well, let's uh, let's get into all these. Well, not all, but a selection of the delicious beers. It's their it's their year round staples. Yeah. Uh, they have some other unique ones. They're they're still like experimenting, and that's great. But I thought we'd go over to, like the the most you know. If you are there, this is what you will find. So first off, one we've been talking about, spotted cow. You know, tip some cows. <laughs> This is what you're going to use it with. Uh, cask-conditioned ale has been a popular choice among brews since long before Prohibition. We continue the, this pioneering spirit. This is from their site. With our Wisconsin farmhouse ale, brewed with flaked barley and the finest Wisconsin malts. Even a nod to our farmers. Naturally cloudy, we allow the yeast to remain in the bottle to enhance the fullness of flavor, which cannot be duplicated otherwise. Expect this ale to be fun, fruity, satisfying. You know you're in Wisconsin when you see the spotted cow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep, and they they gave some notes on their stuff. Uh, you know, you can, it's a naturally cloudy farmhouse ale. It's a fun, fruity, and satisfying flavors. Uh, they give you food pairings. Mm. Mm. That's like spotted cow. Sp- spotted cow has the most. Uh, <laughs> it's just would, an all-around beer. <laughs> so it's to be said. How many how many farmhouse ales do you know that you can buy in twelve packs? Oh yeah, very few. Yeah, it's. You can't even get the Oma Gang in twelve packs. No. Uh, yeah, I no, also, also just want all this oh. food. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are uh, food pairings. You can have uh, barbecue, grilled steak, uh, jambalaya, brats, steak, seafood linguine, Limburger sandwich. Burgers and fries, stir fry, bacon and eggs, cheese curds, potato crisps, chicken sandwich, tilapia filet, pork rinds, Reuben, wings, fish fry, nachos, all go good. It's like literally anything. everything that you would otherwise eat. Uh, There's also some specifically just some cheeses. Maybe try a five-year cheddar Mm. or uh, a Vondale truckle, a silver Lewis brick, maybe some smoked Gouda, Mm. Havarti. Havarti Smoke. means it's time to party. Smoke Gouda is so good. Venezuelan beaver cheese. <laughs> I would have been disappointed had a, a Wisconsin brewery not listed cheese pairings on their website. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, Limburger sandwich, and I gagged a little. I'd never had Limburger until Casey, oh, yeah, the uh, time Casey shoved it at us at Oktoberfest. The and smell. I gagged. Oh, God. I don't think I had it when he shoved it at you. That's it was, for the best. <laughs> that's the name of your sex tape. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. All right, next beer up. Uh, Moon Man. (laughs) Moon Man is a seriously cool cat. Always comfortable in his own skin. He never tries too hard. So cool we named our No Coast Pale Ale after him. You hold a session beer with a bright, bold blend of five hops that flirt uh, obligingly. With the smooth, malty backside. That, that's the name of somebody's sex tape. 
Uh, don't let this uh, one lay around. Uh, it is brewed to be enjoyed today, bold and engaging, without pretense, because in Wisconsin, you do not have to be extreme to be real. Just be. Okay. Uh, it is uh, the style. Cat is- beer for smushing? Yeah. Beer for smushing, too? <laughs> beer about smushing. Oh, my God. Good, uh... Good reference there. <laughs> From the now on, we will just have Brooklyn Nine-Nine references. <laughs> yes, finally. All right. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. So the style is a no-coast pale ale, and that is a is a thing. They didn't originate it, or they may have originated it, but I've seen it elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, bold and engaging without pretense is the actual <laughs> flavor flavor profile that they have given. Availability of six packs case, pretty much whatever, okay. whatever, you, whatever you, want. you, yeah. Pairings, you get some pairings here. They're saying fish, burgers, brat and kraut, Thai, mm. Mm. Uh, wild game. Oh yeah, get Go, some pheasant. Goes goes great with wild with your reindeer. Uh, mm. Pizza, curry, jambalaya, pulled pork, spicy foods. I was thinking there for a minute. They said pizza curry, and I went. Go on. <laughs> yes, you have have my interest. Uh, cheeses, they're saying Gouda. And Gouda's good. Desserts, no Gouda? match it with uh, chocolate cookies. Sure. Gouda's amazing. What are you, where, where are you at? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay, next up we have two women. All right, that's the name of your sex tape. <laughs> All right, I mean... Uh, it says, 4,000 years before Christ, Sumerian women created the divine drink of beer. Viking women brewed in Norse society. European alewives were so successful as cottage brewers, they were taxed. Artisanal women lost their dom- domination of the daily ritual of brewing during the Industrial Revolution. Today's brewing trade is controlled by men. They're the worst. They just are, especially white men. Jeez. Uh, the yeah, collaboration, <laughs> the collaboration of two craft companies, both led by women, Nuclearis Brewing and Wehrman Malting, is unique. You hold the result: two women, a classic country lager, brewed with Wehrman's floor malted Bohemian malt and a Hollertau Midifur hops. Uh, a tempting and graceful classic lager found only in Wisconsin. Man, I also just want to say how. How how much we've had to have said Hollow Tower Midafura <laughs> for us to not even pause anymore when we see it. Yeah, you know, I mean, you eventually <laughs> catch on. That's assuming we keep saying it correctly. But yeah. uh, uh, what do you call a group of two or more white men? The worst. A podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh pretty sure we've done that joke before on here. This is the saddest part. I don't, I don't even remember it, so it's great. <laughs> it's new to me. Uh, so yeah, so it's a classic country lager as a style. Uh, crisp, well-balanced, satisfying. The food pairings are, this is very specific, pan-fried trout, mm-hmm. pork chops, steak, yeah. goulash, never had it, pasta salad, yum, cheeses, uh, all the best cheeses, just going to put that out there, Gruyere, There's which a... is just the best cheese that it exists, uh, provolone, and Colby. Look, you're implying that there's cheese that isn't good. Blue cheese. Uh, is that really cheese? 
<laughs> it's not really cheese. It, it it doesn't rank on my list as actual cheese. Literally, the only two cheeses I can think of that I don't like are blue cheese and brie. brie yeah, not a fan of brie. <laughs> well, you know, she knows what she did. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, look, next she doesn't up we like have... it so much that she just says it, and then the baby coughs in the next room. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have raspberry tart. It was a raspberry tart. <laughs> kind that you find in a Wisconsin brewery. <laughs> uh, treat yourself to a rare delight. The uh, voluminous raspberry bouquet will greet you long before your lips touch your glass. Mm. Served in this Wisconsin, serve this uh, Wisconsin frambois and very cold in a champagne flute. Then hold your glass to the light and enjoy jewel light sparkle the very special ale i almost said jewel like spackle i was like look who doesn't encrust diamonds into their walls i mean yeah that's just how they do it in wisconsin i mean they're already an embarrassment of riches in beer why not uh oregon proudly shares their harvest of uh mouth-watering berries which we ferment spontaneously in large oak vats then we employ Wisconsin farmed wheat and a year-old Hollatower hop to round out, oh, excuse me, this extravaganza flavor. Nice. Uh, it is a Wisconsin frem- frambois ale. Uh, there is uh, <laughs> flavors, voluminous raspberry bouquet. They're just yeah, for flavor, they're like that that line we said earlier. <laughs> that that thing. Lots of raspberry. do it again. Uh, pairing. Maybe you can have some food pairings. You can have some uh, fresh berries. Maybe barbecued chicken, pork, grilled chicken. Also, I was like barbecued chicken, pork, grilled chi- pork grilled chicken. That's <laughs> that's what I want. I mean, there's chicken fried steak, so why not? Some pork, grilled pork grilled chicken. chicken. Yeah. Is that some kind of turducken? <laughs> yes. Well, you could also have walnut and duck and rhubarb, which or walnut the- duck rhubarb. <laughs> in the course of in the course of of putting this in here and resizing some of this, it temporarily became duck rhubarb, and I went, I don't know what to think about this. Uh, chili, uh, peach, uh, pancake, and coconut. Chili peach pancake. Chili peach pancake. Uh, That's a thing somewhere. Topped with coconut shavings. Yeah. Uh, a peach pancake with coconut shavings i could see that the chili is where i'm like no i don't any beer that has pancake as a suggested pairing is my kind of beer Mm. Mm -hmm. best part of waking up (laughs) is framboy in your cup pretty sure that the uh saga tuck has that (laughs) the blueberry pancake yeah the blueberry pancake yeah all right. Well, uh, let's go over some of the cheeses you could have. Maybe a raspberry Bella Venito. Bella, no, sorry, Bella Vitiniano. I don't know. Whatever. Bella Vitano. Bella Vitano. Bella Vitano, yeah. Uh, or maybe an aged Swiss hmm. uh, blue cheese, feta, brie. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you want some dessert, like a pound cake yes. or a lemon caramel yes. or a brownie. Lemon or chocolate cupcakes. Uh, and maybe cheesecake or chocolate or fudge. Lemon caramel? What is that? What is a lemon caramel? What's happening? 
<laughs> what Why? is the world? Why haven't I had this? All right, well, let's round this out. Who, uh, who kept this from you? The final beer, which um, we actually had when Casey went, he, he brought mm-hmm. some back for us, and there was a debate on the, the flavor of this one. So this is the Wisconsin Belgian Red. Uh, you hold the marriage of wine and beer. Belgian Red mm. is a tapestry of flavor. The beer is brewed with whole... Montmorency. Um, Montmorency? Guessing. <laughs> you got me. Uh, Wisconsin farmed wheat and Belgian roasted barleys lagered in oak tanks and bound... Really? All right. Lagered in... <laughs> yeah. Let's go for that then. Uh, balanced by Hollertau hops, we aged our brewer aged in our brewery one full year. I didn't. Okay, I'm just blown away. That's actually an aged beer. All right. This yeah. sounds fantastic. Oh, it is. I think you <laughs> avoided it because cherry is literally it, like you. Oh, you cherries. were fearing that tussin. Yeah, I fear the tussin. Over a pound of Door County cherries in every bottle makes this beer uniquely Wisconsin. And so that, unique... that bottle must be heavy. <laughs> it is. So unique, in fact, that we applied for a patent. <laughs> Expect wow. this beer to be ruby red with a medium body that is highly carbonated and intense with cherry flavor and bouquet. Uh, serve your friends Belgian red and a brandy snifter Ooh. or champagne flute and toast life with beer from the land of Wisconsin. So no, that it, that beer is it's like uh, carbonated cherry wine. Ooh. That's pretty much what it comes off as. It, I thought it tasted just like um, the. Uh, trying to remember the name. There was no name. Just like the nondescript red candies from like the late '80s and early '90s. They existed back into the '70s. No, but idea. you just you don't remember. They're just like are this little red candy that you just saw in random candy dishes. You never, I was going to say, like, you know, old grandma candy. There's yeah. some red hard candy that... Yeah. You, when you pop, when you take a drink of this, it's just like you put a fistful of those in your mouth. Huh. <sighs> it's been too long. I don't recall this beer as well. I, I remember I enjoying know. it. But. Fantastic. I want more. But uh, so some pairings. You can do uh, mussels. Huh. How about ham? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Turkey, beef. Mm-hmm. Lamb, lamb would be good. Yeah. Creamer, butter sauces, uh, spicy foods, fruit salad, rhubarb, not not duck rhubarb this time. Uh, chicken, burgers, Rhub- rhubarb chicken though. Yes. Rhubarb chicken burgers. <laughs> rhubarb chicken burgers. <laughs> that yeah. could be delicious, and you know it. Beef and cheese enchiladas, mm. steak, white rice and beans, chicken fajitas, pasta, fig- pretty much Just everything. Every- yeah, everything. Pick. Uh, cheeses, you got your mascarpone. Uh, they they give like actual Dante like, with sheep's. That's like so they give you specific. like brands. They're like, oh no, you should have uh, Crave Brothers Farmstead cheese, Baby Swiss. But Dante with uh, sheep's milk, Wisconsin sheep dairy coop. Like, <laughs> like no, go to this local place, get well, this yeah. exact cheese. Talk to Dave. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. Baby Swiss, smoked Gouda, and desserts, cupcakes, bread pudding, biscotti. Mm. Uh, they mm. just start listing all the desserts that exist. Chocolate, all the, all the best things. cakes, sorbet, chocolate cake, Ooh. vanilla ice cream, just raid uh, a Dairy Queen, one of everything in <laughs> the case. Or my dream cupboard. Uh, so it's like... Uh, ice cream float. Like the the cheesecake and the bread pudding are what stand out to me for this particular flavor of beer. Like that, that actually sounds amazing. 
I'm just saying you turn this into beer float. Yeah, I just don't do floats. All right. Mm. Well, I think that's everything about New Glarus that we could find. So what, besides New Glarus, is everyone drinking? Drink with me, friend. Yeah, because no one's drinking New Glarus here. No. Yeah, no. we don't. We're not privileged, as we as we've as you've heard from us this whole episode. We don't get that. We complain the entire time <laughs> that we can't have it. Basically, and I want it. So, uh, so Chris and I are drinking the same thing. Um, oddly enough, from two different cans, though. Like we just we literally got two cans of it out. So, <laughs> yeah. two cans will fill them. Two <laughs> cans will thrill them. Yeah. Look, uh, New Glarus are a bunch of. Uh, I know stubborn, greedy buttholes, and so am I. I wanted my own beer. Did you want to talk about this when you want me to? You can. Okay. Um, so this is, uh, the the beer is called Coffee Table, and it's from a local brewery, Mad Tree Brewing, uh, in Cincinnati. The style is a coffee blonde ale. Um, I found that when you mix coffee, like coffee is just good in, in all forms of beer, I think, except sours. Uh, that's just weird. So it's, they're 4.7% ABV, 23 IBUs, and the description is uh, the coffee table is perfect for reading a good book on the couch in the living room or enjoying a post-dinner drink with friends. It brings smooth, creamy, and coffee flavors that will make you feel at home, whether you actually are or not. Uh, and I, they didn't have a beer advocate score, I think because it's so new, like it just came out, but um, the untapped score out of 1,860 ratings is a... 4.05 so not bad not bad at all i like it tis good uh it's not as good as some other ones but I yeah think, uh kentucky ale kind of hit the nail on the head oh, with, with the their, coffee th- oh gosh yeah with their coffee ale oh it's so good and then what we we're doing at oktoberfest is uh thanks to jim recommending he's like oh yeah you can just mix uh, some of the vanilla in with that and we're always like <gasps> what we what we decided was that you mix the vanilla with any other beer yeah and, well, anything yeah, just true. mix it with anything and it's just a float I, i've got I'm, I'm i'm eating like some cheerios here and just pour a little bit of that <laughs> that vanilla ale in here okay my friend so you've good. got beerios oh beerios uh, Birios is where I'm going to realize that I have a problem. When I wake up in the morning, I'm just like, oh, well, I got beer. <laughs> Birios. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, I I could not. I did not make a trip out to New Glarus, uh, as I did not have a free day and a half. And get there. It's just getting there and back. It's, uh, so instead, I reached into the fridge and pulled out what I had a bunch of, which was uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Yeah. It's the time of year. We all we all have a bunch of it. We've got quite a few yep. cans in our fridge. Yep. It's uh, it's from Sam Adams. It's there. It's a Mer- it's a Mertzen. Mertzen. Sorry, tongue got a little stupid. Uh, it's a five point three percent ABV, uh, and it's got an untapped score of eighty. Th- uh, didn't untapped. Uh, got a beer advocate score of eighty three. Huh. For Something you know this easily available for them, like that's that's pretty good. Like I usually expect to see like, you know, it's not in the nineties or anything, but still, like it's pretty high. Solid. Up there, you know? I expect to see a uh, crap talked on Beer Advocate. I mean, come on. 
Yeah. They got a note here from the uh, on Beer Advocate says uh, they pulled from from them. It's like in uh, 1810, the Oktoberfest tradition was born in Munich and celebrated the Crown Prince's wedding with a special beer and the 16-day party. Our version of this classic beer blends hearty malts for a deep, smooth flavor of caramel, creating a brew that's perfect for the season or whatever you're celebrating. Smooth with roasty sweetness and light hob character. I yeah no, I love the beer. It's it's one that I look forward to every year. I would probably drink it year-round if it was made continuously, but the fact that it's once a year, or, you know, for a set time during the year kind of yeah. makes me kind of go, it's fine. It's special. Yeah. I also drank it all already. It's gone. It's, so oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, drink, I'm, I'm drinking a Sam 76 now because I also have a lot of that. <laughs> well, and also good. So especially at Oktoberfest where it's a billion degrees, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll change, or maybe we'll just be swimming at Oktoberfest soon. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Well, I think that about does it for for today. Yep. Yes. All right. Well, then that means everyone can subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com, or you can follow us at haveadrinkshow on social media or on twitch.tv. Uh, you can also tell us your favorite drink, uh, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You can use the email address feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. You can also use the feedback page on the website. All joking and fun aside, we'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. All right. And you can check us out next weekend for our uh, wonderful episode from Casey's New Brewery. Broken <sighs> Throne yeah. Brewing. Uh, once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs>